Hello guys, welcome to Cruise with the Midday Blues. This is yours truly, Mr. Paul Jahogany on the ones and twos. And right now, you're listening to the smooth tunes of Miss Luna's band. If you like everything that you're hearing right now, go on over to Icon8.com to get the full discography of everything she has to offer. Now, Luna's band, lead us to the podcast. Let's go! Hello, guys. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. Welcome to episode number 26. I know, guys. I know, guys. Don't hurt me. I took a little short hiatus to um to, 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 to devote my attention to a lot of things that I've been putting off. So I'm sorry that these three weeks have probably I haven't been uploading no new content, but just know that I had very good reasons on why I wasn't uploading any fresh new podcast episodes. But now I'm back and please don't hurt me, people. <laughs> please don't hurt me because I'm back and I feel like I got some some fresh food for you guys this week oh and by the way i got some more food for you welcome back to the table last feast all right guys um right now what i want to talk about today is um this whole coronavirus thing and um of course we hear all the negative of course and and i am taking it serious but me myself i like to look at the positive and the blessings and everything it's a way for me to stay uplifted it's a way for me to uh, um keep inspiring to do uh to inspire everyone else you know what I mean? So um, hopefully you can get some type of nu- um, some nutrition out of this, this information that I'm about to give you, this food for thought that I'm about to give you. And um, and I want to and I also want to tell you guys that I hope that you're doing your part as far as the social distancing thing. I hope that you are not taking this for play play. Like, like let, let, let's let's do what we're supposed to do, guys. I know it's hard. I know we have things that we plan to do and we want to do. And let's take this serious so we can get back to those things. Don't throw your 2020 goals out yet. We always hit fender benders in life. And maybe this may be a first experience for a lot of people. Actually, this is a first experience for everybody because I don't think that nobody, even people who have lived long lives thus far, I don't think this is something that they even expected to deal with. So this is a first experience for everybody everybody so let's that's let's prove to these people the powers that be that we're not just ourselves we are a colony by working together that's that's let's work like the ants you know how the ants uh, you know how i'm not i'm not too proud of this moment but i'm gonna say you know how when you step on a on an ant pile what we used to call it when i was growing up is ant bands because it, it, they move like a band when you step on it or whatever they move like a band so we called it an ant bands growing up but you know how when you step on an ant bands and all of them rush to try to fix what has just been damaged. I want you guys, all of us included, myself included, 
to work together. So they don't see of us. They don't see us as just individuals and selfish people. They see us as a colony. And when you are seen as a colony, you can do you can get a lot more things implemented. You have to respect your decisions because you don't come along. You're not by yourself. You have a team behind you, not just a team. You have a colony of people behind you, meaning that you mean business and you're trying to get the business done. So let's do our part, guys, and let's let this thing, this virus pass through so we can get back to our lives so I can keep so I can keep giving you guys this nutrition so I can keep so you guys can keep inspiring me so we can just go on to living healthier lives. Okay, guys. Now, with that being said, the topic that I'm going to talk about today after my um after a short break is um I want to tell you how these stores, these corporations, like I told you, I see the blessings and everything. I want to tell you how these stores and these corporations, from my own opinion only, how they turned a pandemonium into a regular audience. Okay. All right, guys. Hit. You're gonna hear this word from my sponsor real quick, and when I come back, I got some more food for you. Thank you, guys, for coming back once again. Thank you again. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. Now, without further ado, let me get straight to the meat and potatoes and may the food that I serve be nourishment for your soul. Now, we we can admit this for the most part. We can admit this that when the coronavirus had first, this whole epidemic first started, everybody was losing their minds. Now, it's a little bit more settled now because these companies don't figure out a way to control the pandemonium but and i'm gonna get into that but we can admit when we first started when all of this first started everybody was losing their minds they didn't know what to expect and because no one has ever in the history has ever done um experienced anything like this before even older people it's been said that this is the first time anything like this has ever happened in the history of america or overseas or anything like this is the first time that anything has so nobody knows what to do they just know what they should do is that stack up food or stack up on batteries whatever they feel like they need to have just in case electricity go out or anything like people people were panicking for the most part so when this first started let me tell you a little experience about grocery stores since that's a little bit of my experience when everything first started with this coronavirus, grocery stores were getting hit. Like, like, like. I mean, it's a little bit more settled now, but when it first started, it was getting hit. Everybody was wiping out shelves for toilet tissue, Lysol disinfected, other disinfected sprays, um, paper towels, everything that, all of the essentials that any household would possibly need in the midst of a crisis, or if you're trying to feed or um, take care of a whole bunch of people inside of your household. Everything was getting wiped out for the most part. So what that caused was a lot of the employees that work for these stores to to not be not being able to efficiently do their job because the 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 the, the pandemonium was so outrageous for the most part. So I was like, oh okay. So the people at the um, this is just my own opinion. You don't have to agree, but this my the people at um at the corporation and the in these big offices. They had to have a roundtable discussion on how they were going to control the pandemonium. And this is the way that they did it. And this, like I said before, this is my opinion. I, I, they had a discussion about managing their hours, meaning that they open a little later in the morning and they close a little earlier in the afternoon. And by them changing that rule made them control the pandemonium. It gave them some type of control. And this is basically what I'm saying. When you when you, when you make your own rules, 
and somebody come and break them who's been consistent working with you or whatever anybody break them for that part anybody anybody break it you can fix them using your own tools because they're your rules and you can fix them at any given time you can manage them at any given time so by them doing that now although people can just smarten up and just come within the hours that they're open but at the same time it gave the people the, the people that work there, their employees, a lot a lot more freedom and a lot more power back because it gave them time to re-energize and get focused. And it gave the, the, the workers time to fill the shelves in a, an efficient manner before the store is even open. And a lot of customers were upset because they're so used to coming at the times that they're used to coming. But they like I said before, we've never dealt with anything like this before. So they had to control the pandemonium and turn it into a regular audience. And they turned that pandemonium to a regular audience by managing the hours of when they open and when they close. They managed it so their employees can have time to put the product back on the shelves because the trucks wasn't moving fast enough. Trucks could we the warehouses wasn't were looking empty, look like the store was just built because people was not keeping it on the shelves and everybody was in dire need of all of these things so that's that's a, an example of how i feel like these stores like when you become a when you are a man like anybody and, and also let me just let me just say this real quick if you are a manager or owner of a restaurant or a business or anything like that for the most part you make your own rules you know what to do like in the, in the midst of a chaos a chaotic situation you know what to do and at any given time you can change those rules because that's your business. You could change your hours of operation. You can change anything that, that you feel like you need to get more, get more of a grasp on. You know what I mean? And I feel like these corporations, what they did, we can learn from them. We can learn from, like, like I said before, like um, it's still a steady audience because they're still open, but they had some type of control to where they can re-energize themselves and they could get be more prepared for what's about to happen. You know what I mean? Like just in case anything else, else crazy happens, they could be more prepared for what's about to happen. So what I'm about to tell you guys really, really quick. I'm about to tell you guys something really, really quick. I wrote down a few pandemonium examples. And I also wrote down a few solutions on how I deal with it in my life to make my life a little bit easier. I wrote down four different examples and four different solutions. And maybe this can help you in your way. Whether you're a manager of a corporation, whether you have your own business, whether you're just uh, somebody that's in school or somebody that's just 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 at home just trying to figure out a way how to come up with the next beautiful idea that the world is going to be using. So, um, number one, bumper-to-bumper traffic. We all like if you're old enough, um, definitely if you, you've been a part of bumper bumper traffic, whether you live in the big city, small city, small community, small, yeah, small, like the city that has no bridges or whatever like that. Well, when I was growing up in Lake City, we didn't have any bridges or anything like that for the most part. But anyways, bumper to bumper traffic, it's getting, it, it can cause you to have road rage and everything like that. It cause you to get frustrated very easily and everything like that. So let me tell you the solution on how I deal with this pandemonium situation as far as with being bumper to bumper traffic is i listen if i'm not in the car with nobody because usually i just talk to somebody else if i'm riding with somebody but uh, i don't really ride with too many people in my car so what i do is i get all my music i still have old cds and stuff like that and i've noticed this is a trick that helped me i noticed that 
when um, I have CDs due to the fact that I'm a full album listener. I like to listen to full bodies of work. I don't like to just sh- sh- stroll through songs and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, I have that on my phone as well. But for the most part, a large core of myself, I'm a full album listener. And I like full bodies of work. So what I do is I due to the fact I have a CD player inside my car. Um, I have a lot of my old CDs and I put them in my car. And if I'm ever in a situation like that, I just I said, I put my phone down. I said, you know what? I'm going to put this CD in and I'm going to listen to it. And, and in some type of way, it soothes me, even if I'm dealing, even though I'm in a chaotic situation that I can't control. If I'm ever in bumper to bumper traffic, because usually I don't go ways that everyone else go. I go to the roads that's traveled and I and I know my way around the city and stuff like that. But if I'm ever in a situation to where I can't escape it and my road less traveled became a main intersection, I... I figure out a way inside my car to soothe me because when I'm listening to my music, it it, it takes me to another dimension and it takes me off of what I'm currently going through. So, guys, I'm not telling you that you need to go and get uh, old CDs or whatever like that. And the only reason why I do this is because it takes my attention off my phone because we all we all of us have phones and we all going through our playlists and we're taking our eyes off the road for two seconds or whatever like that. And then you in the bumper to bumper situation, it's more highly that you're able to get an accident because everybody is driving so close close on each other everybody drive and i know me i'm an introvert i like my space you know what i mean (laughs) so i'm an introvert in a confined space which is my car and now other cars are all around me i can't merge over in different lanes Uh, i can't go up i can't go back i can't reverse i can't do anything i'm just combining that space and i have to solely depend on the person ahead of me to move an inch you know what i mean so i want i want to take the focus off of that and put it on, and put it on something that I can kind of control a little bit. So that's kind of what I do in my bumper to bumper situation. Hopefully you got a solution to where I'm not telling you to do what I do, but hopefully that gives you some type of uh, lead way to find something that can help you in that situation. If you're constantly in bumper to bumper traffic. All right. Pandemonium example number two. Tra- when traffic light signals go out. Normally what I do, like, if there's no, um, if you notice. If there's no um, police officer to direct the traffic when the um, when the lights go out or that traffic light is going out for some reason, everybody at that intersection always feel like they have the right of way. Everyone always feel like they have the right of way. So you never know when it's your turn to actually go through. You never know when it's your turn. So what I do is if I, I try to notice it now, I'm not always successful, but I try to notice it before I actually get to that intersection. And if I do. I go, I go in the building and I'll turn around. I'll turn around, kind of like at a railroad, like a lot. What a lot of people do when they get see a railroad station, I mean uh, a train or whatever, go across the tracks. They'll turn around. They'll have a little wait. And even um these um these um these these construction workers, I think uh, the, the cities had um came up with a plan to create some type of way where people can actually turn around and go around another way. I think they created a lane for that uh, or a way that you can turn around. But what I do is I like to I don't like to drive in the fast lane or the middle lane. I like to drive in the slow lane because mostly for the most part, depending on how it's set up, um in the slow lane. It's um it's a lane right next to it where you can actually turn around and go another way. And that's why I always pride myself on 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 getting lost in certain situations or going down roads i've never been before because i want to see what that road may lead to so when i do all of those experiences a shouts out to my mentor who taught me that trick 
So therefore, I'm never in a situation where if the lights go out and the truck go out and everybody feel like they got the right of way and you never know when it's your turn, you can you can avoid that situation before you get to it and turn around and go another way. So therefore, you don't have to be dealing with that situation. Now, pandemonium example number three. <laughs> and everybody can relate to this one. Everybody can relate to this one. And that's long lines at the drive through Yes, you heard me. Long lines at the drive through restaurant. You know, from the McDonald's of the world to the Burger Kings to whatever drive through restaurant, Wendy's, whatever drive through restaurant that you go to. Like, everybody in, in their lifespan has dealt with, if you drive and you're old enough, everyone has dealt with long lines at the drive through And how, uh, this is a way that I chose how to handle this pandemonium situation is I just go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> For the most part. Man, Chick-fil-A lines are always long, but guess what? They, they know how to control their pandemonium and that pandemonium has turned into a regular audience because they're used to it and they have the right i don't know what they're doing at the at the, at the corporation or whatever to, to where it trickled down to their employees but they are doing an amazing job and they know exactly what to do in a in a in a, in a chaotic situation so even though you still have to wait in long lines at chick-fil-a it doesn't seem like a long line it could be a million cars in that drive through you'll be out of there within 10 minutes with your order in your hand and everything in the bag matches what you said in the speaker when you ordered it that is amazing i think they need a medal or something but so i'm not telling everybody just to go eat chick-fil-a but i highly encourage it if you needed some advice <laughs> so you can stay out of these mcdonald's lines and stuff like that because it seems like the service is a little bit it's very very different in other restaurants and stuff like that now i don't know what your diet is i don't know what you do or whatever like that for the most part but me this is how i handle long lines and i'm able to foresee that before i actually come in contact with the long line because what what these restaurants normally have they have these big old signs on, on while you're in on an intersection and you're coming up on a restaurant they have these big old signs to let you know that there you are approaching this restaurant and what i do they usually have a way to where you can actually see the drive-through line before you actually get your car into it into it so i'll look from a distance and i see how long the line is at other restaurants and i just choose not to go because i don't want to wait that long for a mcdouble like nine times out of ten i don't want much so, but Chick-fil-A is a little different. I, I want the whole menu at Chick-fil-A. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, I don't really want much from other restaurants. I'm not really a restaurant eater. Like, I like to cook and stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like, man, I cheat here and there, but I don't like to wait. So, when I'm in a restaurant, like, I don't like to wait that long. I'm just that way. But if I do wait, I'd rather wait at Chick-fil-A because I'm not going to wait that long. So, hopefully, this, hopefully that advice works for you guys, that example. And the last pandemonium example, number four is waiting on a release date for something you really want that's a pandemonium example because you want that thing to drop you want whatever it is that you're waiting on a movie or uh, 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 you put you placed in the order on um on amazon and you waiting for the bag i mean the the, the package to get to your address uh, or you just waiting on uh, some music to drop or anything i can take it as simple as that and i can give you a little bit of experience with that in, in my adolescent stages when i was young back when it was cds all day and we still they still used to have tapes back then too but back when it was cds all day um um it was so so it made me so upset because 
I had to wait like yes yes and I'm, and I'm gonna say this I was raised on DMX like DMX is what what introduced me to the art of rap and the art of um, um music for the most part Sade she introduced me to jazz and rhythm and blues whatever you want to call it like like saying a lot what not saying much if that makes sense she introduced me to that genre of music and i have other examples as well but i just want to throw those two out there i know that's a bad combination for both worlds for both genres of different music but um but those individuals introduced me to uh um the art of of rap and waiting for waiting for content that was actually good to and even though dmx he had a lot of colorful lyrics very colorful um at the end of his uh, what, what what made me um uh, fall in love with him as an artist is um at the end of his albums he would always have these prayers he would always have these these spoken word prayers that and he would always have a song after that to where he was talking to god I, he said and and what and the way that i looked at it was even though even though through all the battles that i'm fighting through throughout this whole album his album work all his albums were concept albums to me even if he didn't have a story to tell like for the most part all his album were concept albums because he always had a prayer at the end of all his albums and a song after that to end the album so yes i'm a, I'm a work in progress but at the end of the day, I still love you and I still am obedient to what you got to offer. But anyways, that was a little bit off topic. But let's see, I get carried away when I talk about my favorite rapper. But anyways, um, a pandemonium situation is waiting on an actual release date. So what I do is I just occupy my time doing other things. So therefore, it takes my mind off that. It takes my mind off that. So when that date actually approaches, uh, I, I see how much time I don't accumulate and I don't kill um, focusing on things that I want to do because that is out of my hands and I just got to wake. And, and normally they always, um, uh, um, postpone the release date. They can change the release date because they are the, like, it's kind of like the example of, um, number one, it's kind of like the example of number one that I said earlier, like once you, uh, once you control everything and you have your own business, whatever it is, the art that you have, you can control it. You can change the date anytime you want it. You could you could change the date anytime you want. If you don't feel right with doing this, releasing it on this day, you can change it. And and what and once I figured that out, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna allow my time and and to be in somebody else's hands for the most part. Like I love this artist, I love this situation. I gotta wait for this package, whatever it is. But while I'm waiting, I'm gonna be doing other things. So guys, I hope these four pandemonium examples helped you out and also i want you guys i want to reiterate this before i close the segment out um try i know we're still dealing with this whole coronavirus thing but try to be try to be a beacon of light in any situation that you could possibly be a beacon of light in you know what i mean like and if you have a business or anything like that um um, make, try to make your own rules. Try to be more, more of a. I want this you to use this time to focus on your leadership skills and things that you can actually do to to empower the people that are paying attention to you who are seeking your knowledge. Like try to cultivate those skills so when you come out of this quarantine situation that we're all currently dealing with, you are an even better version. Uh, of who you even thought that you would become you know what i mean and and when we first made our 2020 goals me i don't do new year's resolutions but for the large majority of the population everyone does them so i know this is a goal that you didn't have in your mind but i think that this quarantine coronavirus situation is a blessing in disguise because it's allowing you time to get back into the lab and work on some things that you have been putting all postponing procrastinating on for years to come whether it's mending relationships with people or 
just basically getting to yourself more, spending time with your family, your kids, anything. It has opened up those doors. And a lot, I know a lot of people was dealing with hurt and some pain. They lost some, some jobs and a lot of people are getting sick. Some loved ones, you probably had to bury some loved ones. And my condolences go out to anybody who has ever dealt, who had to deal with this situation in this moment. But if you have not dealt with a situation and you're just at the house and you're just spending more time with family and, and you're spending more time with a lot of the talent that you have been reserving for a while. Now you have that time to get back and open up those books and, and write those books use this time to become an even better version of who you were going to become because this was not a part of nobody's new year's resolution nobody knew that this coronavirus thing was going to come but that's how life happens sometimes fender benders happen sometimes but come out of this collision and be a better person for a better reason in the future and i know i know that you can do it definitely so i hope this information on um how how these corporations turned the pandemonium into a regular audience helped you see your way. It helped you see life in a totally different way. And also know that you also have to be the owner of a lot of things. You are the owner of your life. You are the owner of your talent. You are the if you're not the owner of a business, you're the owner of your talent. You're the owner of your decision making. You're the owner of that. So become the owner of that. So therefore you could change the rules whenever you want. And if somebody come up and break your bottom line and come to your bottom line and break it, you you can fix them using your own tools. Because guess what? You're the owner of what you choose to be the owner of I always understand that all right guys that's enough for what i got right now i'm gonna take a short break and when i come back i got the series joker today thank you guys for being with me Hello guys, it's yours truly, Mr. Paul Jahogany, back with another segment on Cruise with the Midday Blues. And the song that you're hearing right now in the background is called Fame.Inc. It could be heard in its entirety on Icon8.com. This is just a sample that'll lead you to the full course meal. So without further ado, let's get to the full sample. Alright guys, let's get it! serious joke let's go hello guys welcome back to another episode of what i like to call time for a serious joke i'm I, I, my bad i've been going so long man I, i've been going so long man but hopefully i'm here to to, to to hit your funny bone and you know what now that i mentioned funny bone let me ask you guys this question can you tickle a funny bone why do people always say i've been hearing this shit growing up my whole life like you hit my funny bone <laughs> you hit my funny bone like but do are funny bones ticklish is it just me am i the only person that thought about that 
You know what? If it's just me, don't worry about me ever asking this question. Let me get to the serious joke of the day. <laughs> okay. Now, we're all dealing with the quarantine, right? Everybody's dealing with the quarantine. Everybody got to do their part. Stop going out there, partying and all that other dumb shit, man. Sit your, sit your dumb ass in the fuck house, man, so we can get back to our lives, man. You fucking it up for all of us, man. But anyways, that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I'm here to talk about is how the quarantine has exposed your guilty pleasures. And it made you now don't want to feel guilty no more you've been a fugitive your whole fucking life <laughs> now this quarantine making your ass want to live right motherfucker and let me tell you about one of these guilty pleasures that it possibly exposed you being a prolific pot smoker you know what let me spell it out for the motherfuckers in the back you smoke weed motherfucker <laughs> during this quarantine you don't smoke so much damn weed you don't even want to give chimneys a run for their money no more that's right, Santa Claus happy as hell right about now. Santa Claus happy as hell when it comes to Christmas time because guess what? He ain't got to fight goddamn smoke coming down the damn chimney no more. He could just make his experience as easy as possible. Now, all because of you don't outsmoke the goddamn chimney due to this quarantine. And this quarantine don't made you realize that Maybe you want to try natural highs now because you you all smoked out. You all money. You ain't got no more money. Either you got money or you just don't enjoy the satisfaction of the guilty. See, one thing about guilty pleasures is if you have a busy schedule, it made the guilty pleasure feel a lot more pleasurable because you didn't do it as much. But now, due to the fact that we're all quarantining and, and we uh, our jobs or whatever, like we, we home with our kids and family and everything like that, we get to enjoy a lot more of our guilty pleasures that we didn't have time for anymore. So now you want to experience natural highs no more. Now you want to feel innocent. Now you want to see what this innocent life is like. Now you want to do natural high. You want to look at trees blow through the leaves and shit. You know what I'm saying? You want to see the leaves fall. Now you want to look at these innocent natural highs that a lot of us pure people been on the whole fucking time. Now you want to come over here on this side. Nah, stay your little guilty ass over there. You know what I'm saying? Because if you actually went to court to fight some of these guilty pleasures, your ass would be in jail for some dumb shit. So anyways, let me get to another example. Like, if you got a nympho, you know what I mean? This is a, a lot more for my or, older audiences. If you have a nympho woman at the crib, fellas, you know what I'm saying? Who always like to, you know what I'm saying? Give you the give you, give you the best that she got. <laughs> like a nanny Baker say, giving you the best that she got on all the time. Your ass is fucking tired. <laughs> you never thought that you would be this damn tired. Man. You've been going like the energizer bunny, man, trying to satisfy that woman, man. Now, you just want to be celibate for like a year. <laughs> Just to get your mojo back, you know what I'm saying? Your libido like an iPhone charger right now. Because <laughs> it don't hold a fucking charge because she been fucking your brains out. <laughs> she been fucking your brains out, dude. <laughs> now you want to see if you can be a virgin again, motherfucker. <laughs> no, nah, stop being selfish, motherfucker. <laughs> You will ask for this. This quarantine don't 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 highlight it a lot of your guilty pleasures. So why the fuck? No, no, no. Indulge in all these guilty pleasures. This is stuff that you love. This is stuff that you've been putting off on good people and stuff like that. You ain't been you, you ain't been highlighting nothing. And all of a sudden now you got all the time in the world to explore all your guilty pleasures on why you love them so much. Now you want to come over here to the natural side. Now you want to be celibate. Fuck all that. You better get the fucking motherfucker. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, in this case, but I wouldn't encourage you making no damn kids right now. Because that's, <laughs> that's only if you want to do it right now. Because what a lot of people do is they create kids out of boredom. <laughs> and it's a, and if you bored from all your guilty pleasures, <laughs> who create kids? Because you bored. You know what? I'm going to bring another kid in this world. <laughs> you, you that fucking bored, man? The quarantine is supposed to help you feel better about your talents and things that you got. Make you put some perspective on things that's already here. But you so damn bored, you want to bring kids into the world. Like, God damn, bro. Kids are a blessing everywhere. Don't get me wrong. I love kids and I'm a kid person, man. But you're bored because <laughs> you bored. You just want to bring a kid into the world because you getting fucked. You get your, your head fucked off right now. You know what I'm saying? Satisfy that woman. That's why you got it, man. But anyways... These guilty pleasures, this quarantine, I think I thank the quarantine for happening. I mean, of course not the coronavirus and stuff like that, but the quarantine to to make people highlight exactly who they are and getting get get more immersed in within their talent and who they are as a person because we're able to see a lot of things and throughout this quarantine i'm able to see a lot of funny shit so what i'm here to tell you is to keep it going <laughs> it's to keep tickling my funny bone i know i said this shit earlier i don't know if my funny bone even tickled i need to try it but anyway i don't even know what the fuck my funny bone is to be honest with you people just say that shit because i guess it sound good so i just decided to go along with it but anyways that's it for the series joker this week thank you guys for coming again once again and i see you guys again next week for another one come back and see me come on let me all right guys thank you so much i'll see you later hello guys right before we get into the dessert topping of the day i want to give you guys a quote that i made about a few years ago when i was dealing with uh a crazy relationship now in the in the midst of this quarantine that we're dealing with right now it's a lot of relationships out there that may be on the rocks and um and unfortunately, if it is the demise of a lot of relationships, because a lot, these people are not who you expected them to be and you are spending a lot of time with these individuals, um, hopefully, if you do break up, yeah, I, I hope that this is not the case for you. But just in case you do, um, hopefully this quote will possibly help you in in trying to find the individual that you're about to become. So without further ado, let's get it. She moved on and found someone else. I moved on and found myself. Hopefully that quote helps you with finding out who you are truly because we can get lost in the sauce on um, who we are within other people because we're trying to consistently always make that person happy, whether it's a woman with a man or a man with a woman or whatever. Like um, we could always get lost in the sauce and trying to figure out who we are. And we never know who we are because we're trying to always please our partner and our companion. So if you are this individual that's dealing with this in this quarantine or whatever, when we come out of the quarantine or uh, you've poss possibly you was dealing with this before the quarantine even happened, uh, may the revelation of who you are, the manifestation on who you're going to become be something more beautiful than you ever seen before. I hope that quote helped you guys. Now it's time for the dessert topping of the day. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. I am Paul Jahagany, and you know I couldn't let you guys leave without the dessert topping of the day. Now, the dessert topping of the day is um, I want people to really, really notice a lot of things and the blessings in what we're dealing with right now. And I'm going to give you a, a, a little bit of an experience on something that I was dealing with during my quarantine. Now, 
um, I walked on my patio, right? And I have a lamp on my patio that I haven't used in months. And when I say months, it's probably almost a year, to be honest with you. Like, I just wanted to say months just to sound a little bit more <laughs> like I'm not a hoarder or anything. But anyways, honestly, uh, I have a lamp on my patio that I haven't used in months. You know what I mean? And um, I noticed and I was just out there chilling on my patio this past week. Um, and I just something just told me to get up. And go look at the lamp, like you know, like this quarantine to do that to you. Quarantine to have you observing things that you haven't paid attention to in a while. So I was just, I just walked over and I looked at the lamp and I noticed something that was very unique. I noticed a wasp hive inside of my lamp. Like a wasp have made their home inside of my lamp. I was like, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. And another thing that I noticed, I was like, and and it had me paying close attention to a lot of wasps and bees or what they do or whatever. I'm not even sure if this is facts or anything, but this is just strictly my opinion. I think they notice they build their homes with things that are very unoccupied. They build hives in things that are unoccupied. So uh, my lamp, even though I, I, I got a lot of usage out of it when I first got it, but I just... I just put it on my patio just because it was in the way of something in my living room or whatever. And I just, I was going to, and I, and I rarely use it cause I have a big light on my patio. So, um, but if I don't want a lot of light, I use the lamp. So that just goes to show you, I haven't used that lamp in a long, long time. So, um, I guess the walls, uh, whatever, cause I live down South or whatever. Like we, it's always hot here where we are in Florida. So, um, so we deal with a lot of bugs and stuff like bees and wasps, mosquitoes, whatever you want to call it. Like we don't dealt with a lot of them. So I deal with a lot of these on a consistent basis every time I'm on my patio or whatever. But um, I guess the wasps smartened up and they seen that I, um, I, that I, they had something, they seen something that was very unoccupied so they could build their home there, you know. And basically what I'm trying to tell you guys with that analogy, what I'm trying to tell you guys is use this time in the quarantine to notice some things that a lot of people are not doing. Notice that some things, notice maybe a business idea, maybe something that, that that maybe you wanted to do for a long, long time that you never really had the time to do. So no, take this time that we're dealing. I know a lot of people are losing their minds. I know a lot of people uh, are bored out of their mind. They, they have to deal with a lot of things that they never really wanted to deal with consistently before. But it's also it also says that you get what you ask for. A lot of times we've probably been complaining because we're on jobs longer than we want to be. We're taking time away from our daily lives now what if this is quarantine is actually a blessing to you all the times that you always said that you've been busy you never had time to do anything now in some type of subliminal way god has allowed us time to do those things find that creativity that you've never really explored because you've always been so busy uh that that time that 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 time away from your kids your kids always wanted you to be home or your wife or your husband always wanted you to be home more and you just never you never not to say that you didn't love them or you don't care about them but you just always been focused on consistently bringing the food to the table whether you're the man or the woman whatever it is you've always been focused and this quarantine has settled you a lot has has slowed you down and i'm so happy and and this is not to make a mockery out of any 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 strenuous situations that's happening out there of people that may have lost their lives to this or anything like that but sometimes it takes something more devastating for us to figure out our life 
um, uh, us to appreciate our lives more. Maybe it's a loss of a loved one or something that me or something that happened to either our health or anything, mental health or anything. Like sometimes it's something a little bit more devastating that causes us to slow down. But I'm talking about in the positive light, like this quarantine, if you just took a slight bend, like maybe you're, you're working from home or, or, or you're, you're just doing something. It just settled your, your everyday constant steady lifestyle. And it just confined you inside of your home, what that you actually pay for. Like I, I, I heard stories of a lot of people, of a lot of millionaires, and I could be wrong, but I heard a lot of stories allegedly through books that I've read and, 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 and experiences that I live vicariously through other people with, um, a lot of millionaires, they, um, they don't really enjoy the homes that they paid millions of dollars for. And that's crazy to me. That's baffling to me because it's like you are a millionaire. Like, like you got exactly what you want. But I come to notice that a lot of those individuals, they're always on the go because they, it's always the, the search for the next high. It's a search for the next time I'm going to be able to uh, how consistent uh, how far I'm gonna get I've heard this on another podcast too if I could just tap into this um I think it was a podcast with Dame Dash I think it's a podcast called the Outlaws if you guys probably listen to that podcast it's a very good podcast check it out in your mean and check it out in your spare time while you're in the quarantine but um it was a guy he was a billionaire I forgot his name I actually saved that episode I need to go back and listen to it but the billionaire guy he always said that um a Dame Dash asked him um why don't won't he just chill out now why won't he just chill like just relax you have a you're a billionaire now relax go spend time with your family go do this and i'm not sure if this was uh um a dame dash echoes if this is things that he actually said uh, i'm just kind of paraphrasing here because i don't really remember but i remember listening to the episode but and the guy this was the guy's answer the guy said that i want to see how far i can take it like, like it's something in it that drives me to keep wanting more. It's something in it that drives me that keeps me wanting to figure out how far I can take it, you know, and that may be you in this situation. Like you, maybe you want, you're not a billionaire. Maybe you're a nine to fiver that's trying to figure it out, but maybe that nine to five job has distracted you for so dang on long to the point to where you ignored a lot of your priorities and maybe your health and maybe your family and maybe whatever your kids, anybody. It may be anybody or a business idea. We're going to put it simple. We're going to ideas and creativity of things that you want to become. But you just lost so lost in the rat race. You never really figured out time how you can spend time with yourself. So therefore, you can exit the rat race and and focus on things that you really want to do with who you are as a person. So allow this time being quarantined inside your walls of your home time to explore these ideas and, and settle yourself. So when we come out of this a lot stronger than what we were. We now see a person in the mirror that we always wanted to become and that and I feel like uh, and I'm speaking this life into a lot of people that's listening to this right now. I feel like we're going to be the best versions of ourselves when we come out of this. But right now we're in the cocoon phase to where we're trying to figure out and these ideas or whatever it is, these time with our family is going to revitalize our spirits. It's going to uh, it's going to replenish us. We're going to not only be the energizer battery, we're going to be the everlasting battery that doesn't lose a charge. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these charges and stuff that we have, have need a core but these these family family and these ideas this talent that we have those are our charging cords as humans those are our charging cords like the things that 
Help us be who we are and may help us go back into the world with our wives, husbands, family, whatever. I keep saying the same thing over because it's so vital with who we are. And we sometimes we lose focus on those things. So I want to keep saying that, re-implementing that in your spirit. So therefore, you could become a better person. And you may be frustrated because you may be spending a lot of time with these people and, and you just want a break now. But that's you. You're getting exactly what you asked for because you've been think about it. You've been so busy for so long. Now you were saying, man, I wish I had more time with my family. Now you got that time. Now take this time to replenish yourself. So when you get back out there in the world, once this quarantine coronavirus thing is over and it passed through and it dissipates, you can actually become a better version of yourself. And it makes you a little bit more appreciative of every blessing that God has blessed you with. So. Think about the hive and things that's unoccupied, what the walls do with things that's very unoccupied and use this time in the quarantine to really appreciate and really think about some of these things that you haven't been taking advantage of. Things that you want to take advantage of when you get back on the outside world, outside of your four walls. And, and, and actually, and while you're doing that, appreciate everything that replenishes your spirit each and every day that you get out into the world. So, guys, I thank you once again for um, coming back to the table with me once again for this dessert topping of the day and just the whole serving that i serve to you guys this evening uh, with this quarantine with everything that's going on it's just allowed me to open my mind that's why i took a little hiatus for um that's why i took a little three-week hiatus for me to really really um um think about the thoughts and i didn't want to just put podcasts out there with no meaning to it or whatever not to say that i've done that but i'm just saying like i wanted to keep uh, I wanted to keep the podcast pure. I wanted to keep the information pure, pure. And sometimes you get writer's block. And sometimes a lot of the stuff that I do is freestyle. I freestyle it, and I say the same. And I say the first thing on my mind. Of course, I research a lot of the stuff, but at the same time. I freestyle and I talk to you guys from a genuine place because I like the genuine connection that I'm having with you guys. So, so I, I took a little hiatus just to just to just to get just to remain pure and sometimes we need that as creators so thank you guys once again because i could talk your head off it's been a long time i feel like i need to catch up with all my catch up with my audience thank you guys so much for coming to visit with me once again on episode number 26 of the let's feast food for thought podcast i hope to see you guys again next week for episode number 27 i i, I hope not to take another long hiatus like that again to all my core fans and everybody who's been listening to me on a regular basis for quite some time since episode number one or if you're just a bandwagon jumper who's got on a little late, hopefully you don't jump off and you're on for the time to come in the future. But um, you guys know how each and every week, how I end every each, each and every episode. You ready to say it with me for all my core fans and everybody? You ready to say it with me? You ready? Three, two, one. If you ever hear your stomach growl because you're hungry and you're looking for somewhere to put some food in your stomach, make a pit stop here at the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast because I got some more food for you. And that includes leftovers. Don't forget to leave a tip. Bon Appetit, and there's your dessert. All right, guys, thank you again. I'll see you again next week for episode number 27. See you again. Love you guys. Peace.